Hi. Hello. How are you going today? Uh, it's foosball day. Ah, uh, yes. As we know. Mm-hmm. I'm focused. No, you're I, not. Okay, full disclosure, I may or may not have Red Zone on in the background. Yes, she does. Sarah will just edit out the schizo parts, but <clears throat> anywho. <laughs> How's your week? Week. Week is busy. Uh, um, <gasps> busy week. I did a teleworking training thing. It was okay. Oh, sounds boring as fuck. Yeah. But okay. Um, the best part Ooh. was they were only like they weren't eight hour days. They were usually like five or six hour days. So that made for oh, you know easy. But we had homework afterwards, which was a pain in the ass because I've already got three classes worth of homework to do. Yeah, yeah. You had homework. For your job? Mm-hmm. For the training course, yes. Yeah. Name. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, so on top of that and three quarters of other homework, uh, two of which I'm behind on, one of which I thought I understood the objectives but don't, that's fine. Whatever. Moving forward. I actually went in today and, like, estimated my grade if I didn't do this one assignment, how bad it would hinder my grade. Yeah. So I'm going to be of course, the assignment. Yeah. Ever. I'm going to do the assignment after this. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, other than that. Uh, yeah. Nope. Uh, did a, uh, the car show. So we had a salute the troops car show yesterday for our joint enlisted council. And the color guard awesome. was in there. So did the color guard thing, you know, waved the little flag around, marched around. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, so you need badass cars. There were some pretty good cars there. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't tell you the names of half of them. Okay. I took Fair my enough. husband with me and, you know, let him geek out because that's his thing. And he thoroughly enjoyed himself. So. Good. That's always exciting. How about you? How was your week? <clears throat> um, okay. Note to all the insurance companies out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Get your shit together. If you're going to have 500 million fucking numbers, everybody that works for that company should know how to get you to the correct number instead of transferring you 5 million times, putting you on hold 11 million times, and then hanging up on you after two hours. That's a lot of millions. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. And if anybody does my job, they completely understand doing pre-certifications for anything in the medical field is like trying to pull fucking teeth. And... If you insist on sending us to a fucking website, make it user-friendly. The end. Sounds like you're working with government entities. (laughs) I'm working with the Antichrist. I'm pretty Uh sure that that is all insurance companies ever. A form of. There are very few that are, like, really, really awesome and, like, will just get you going. Also, if you work for the insurance companies and you're answering the phone, please note that we have been on hold for 45 fucking minutes and we are not happy campers. So don't answer the phone with the attitude. Like, just, if you're having a bad day, suck it up. You didn't just spend 45 minutes on hold. Or. The end. Okay. Don't work in a customer service role if you're gonna have a bad attitude or be pissed off because you're dealing with customers it's probably not your field of work yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's just it's very frustrating like i I just 
you know, you spend 45 minutes on hold and then somebody answers the phone and they've got an attitude with you. And the only thing you did was say hello, bitch, you, I am the wrong person, wrong person for you to have an attitude with. Number one, I'm not going to put up with that shit. I don't care who you are. Number two, I have other shit to do. Like, we only have eight hours in a day to get X amount of research done. Mm -hmm. If I have to spend an eighth of my day on the hold because you don't have enough people to answer the phone. And then when they do answer the phone, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Or you called the wrong number, then they give you the wrong number. So you call that wrong number and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> it's a never ending battle. Anywho, Anywho, I had to get that off my chest because that was most of my week at work. And I was just like trying to stay positive, trying to stay positive. And then I had like the psycho rage where I wanted to throw everything out the window yeah. and then try to stay positive. Go take my happy pills. Yep. Calm down for a minute. Go for a short walk. Yeah. Other than that, it was great. Oh, that, that is so good. <laughs> the time spent outside of work was fantastic. It was great. It was actually really great. We went to Lowe's to kind of window shop and look at all the projects that we need to do. Yeah. Uh, or that we want to do. We don't need to do them. We want to do them. So we kind of window shopped and priced a few things, which was really good. Um, yeah, and Eric has, uh, he got a call back for a job, so he has an interview next week. No, oh, that's good. It's, it's a county job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good luck. I'm telling you, man. Good I'm luck. pretty excited for him. So. That is exciting. Um, and then my Saturday was great because I got so much information on my topic. I'm just so excited. <laughs> that's good. So excited. It wasn't two hours before. I'm like. Me. Well, I had a topic. It's just I started digging into that rabbit hole, and then I ended up with five topics, and I wanted to talk about all of them, but you got to focus, you know? It, trust me. You, you, really? All of our listeners know that two hours before the podcast, I'm like, hey, guess what? My topic is we're all going to be surprised, including myself. So you're good. You're, you're good. Um, and then... <laughs> G uh, messaged me to let me know that he listened to the most recent episode and he thought oh. we were talking about baby horses and not like a cult cults <laughs> because of like a cult baby yeah, horse. Yeah, yes. Okay. Cause, cause oh, our, our accents, okay. you know, and sometimes we say words uh, funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to go with. But he then proceeded to entertain himself. Um, which was actually hilarious. And he said we had un one, one unwilling listener. And I was like, what do you mean unwilling? Is this your wife or a coworker? He's like, definitely a coworker. I was like, oh, okay. So he was listening they... to it at work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. Right. Yes, G. I mean, I'm glad that that was like a coworker and not like a person tied in the basement type. No, no. Unwilling not, not that kind of unwilling. <laughs> Though he has <laughs> contemplated different forms of murder now because of this podcast. Oh, yes. well, I mean, keep it up. Maybe I'll yeah, give we'll... you all the clues to get away with the perfect murder. <laughs> Wear gloves. Be like grow granny, away clothes. Granny Psycho. Just, just don't go, just don't lose your shit over a cup. Don't put the It'll parts okay. of the body in a trash and then try to take the trash out when you know you got cameras around. Come on. Don't rent the wood to Okay, just don't rent a wood chipper. Find him ah, laying around, people. it'll be fine. Jeez. But yeah. 
telling you, rookie mistakes. We're going to make the perfect murderers somewhere. That's a, that's a little too scary. I, I don't need that on my conscience. I got enough <laughs> shit going on in my life. I don't need a serial. Well, I listened to this podcast, Coffee Chaos Shatter, and they taught me how to be a mur- serial murderer. It's amazing. He didn't think that they would probably go back and listen and be like, how the fuck did they learn anything from this? <laughs> <laughs> These girls just talk about video games. What the hell? Yeah, I actually have not been able to play all week, and I did not get to do my Naked Fish and Friday, but I think next week we're going to have to have Naked Fish Friday. Yeah, you're going to have to. So. That seems to be the highlight of a Friday, and I'm sure a lot of people look forward to that sort of decompression. Yeah, I let I let them down. I apologize, guys. Yes. She had a very busy week, okay? Good. I really did. I, I'm pretty sure I have more gray hairs now because the motherfuckers wouldn't answer the phone. Or when like, they did, they transferred you or hung up on you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one that hung up on me, I was on hold for two hours and I got hung up on and I literally almost lost my shit to the point where Eric was like, babe, are you okay? And I was like, don't fucking come in here. And he was like, okay, turn the TV up. <laughs> okay. okay. Let me just shut sure. this door for you. I'll just, I'll just close the store and just remember, don't break the laptops because that's how you work. Yeah, we but... can get you another screen. So. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Next week's a new week. It's going to be better. It I just be know fine. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, because now I have all the five million numbers that I need to call to do what I need to do. <laughs> so. You wrote them down as you went? That's great. Uh, it, yes, I did. I'm... I definitely notated what numbers not to call to uh, start my, you know, murderous rage. Winning. Winning. That's what I'm saying. Anywho. Anywho. My beer is really good in this coffee mug. It's actually going down way too smooth. Yeah. Is it a different beer than normal or the same type of beer as usual? No. No. I think it's just uh, the stress of the week and it's just going down really nice. Did you have a nice pour? I did. I did. I poured it before we recorded. But I've got a couple more sitting here waiting to be cracked open and poured in and drank down. If that's even a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Drank them down. Just drank. Mm. Mm, Delicious. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's just kick this off. Another episode. As we have another set of games starting, it's perfect. No, no that is not perfect. <laughs> that means you will be way distracted. I got this. I got this. So, we're up to episode 21. Shut up. And our adventure of Coffee Chaos Shatter. This is awesome. Yeah. 21 episodes. I, I looked today and we're up to 370 downloads, I think. Wow. So, we're moving along. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully you guys are as entertained as Enjoy we are it. doing these. <laughs> I mean, if you want to give us some feedback, that'd be cool, too. It's like yeah. crickets. 
It is crickets. Well, no, we got a lot of spam mail. That's that's good. Oh, the spam mail. My mom. I'm gonna count good. that as like the annoying crickets. Yeah, your mom actually sent us uh, an email that I need to look into. Yep. It was about the um, missing Bible Bible stories, right? If yeah, I remember about, correctly. About spirits or something. Yeah, one of them. One of them episodes. Yeah, she specifically called you out in that email, so that's. Yeah. That's yeah. Ooh, that's I, I'm, mom, I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna look into it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my mom, she uses the email very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but like, I'm really proud of her. what? I'm proud of her. Yeah. It took her like six episodes to finally figure it out, but she got it, man. She I did. fucking love it. And it's good. She got it. Yes, and she love she loves our episodes. She still isn't getting notifications from Spotify for whatever reason, but she must have turned off on her phone somehow, or her computer, or whatever. But I just told her like every Saturday, new episode doesn't change, won't change Saturday. So mm-hmm. I think she's still yeah, behind her. a few episodes too. So oh okay, she's got time to. Hear oh well, maybe that's why I was like, man, was that while we recorded that one? <laughs> yes, I don't remember why. which one it was. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and then you know, uh, thanks to Scooby Doo for his continued Scooby-Doo. support. Um, we love Scooby Doo. We do. It makes me miss high school, and then thinking back, like fuck, high school was forever ago. Hard to believe, huh? It just makes me feel old. Mm-hmm. I don't feel old. I I miss like the fun times that we had in high school, but I do not miss high school. I will have to agree with that. <laughs> okay, so for our listeners, my husband just peeked into my room and gave me the, yeah, because it's 49ers one. So I gave him the, yeah, and the thumbs up very quietly, and Sarah saw the entire, my side of the entire exchange, and so. <laughs> At first I thought she was annoyed, and then I saw the excitement, and so... <laughs> But yes, uh, that was that was good. That was epic. Um, so yes, uh, on that going backwards, rewind a little bit on the mm-hmm. use, use our email. Yeah, email us listener stories. Oh like yeah, that, that'd that be is, fun. Um, I had to do like I had to listen to a podcast for class, and it was a guest speaker type scenario, which we also mm-hmm. would like to do. Um, more. I have a couple lined up. See, Sabrina's on top of it. I have very boring friends, I guess, so I'll need to harass them more. Oh, maybe we can get G in on this. Fuck yeah, let's do that. <laughs> G, so, you've been called out. You are going to have to be a guest speaker now. That'll be a lot of organizing, though. He's in that whole Japan Time zones. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just get up at 3 in the morning and make it easy for him. I'm kidding. I will not get up at three in the morning. Sorry, G. I love you, but no. <laughs> so, but yes. Um. Anyway, moving on. Episode twenty-one. Mm-hmm. We got two surprise topics. We do. We do. Sabrina's I'm so going excited. first. I can see oh, football damn. in the reflection of her cup. Yeah, the Bengals. She's gotta love my boy Joe Burrow. <laughs> Hey, they're in overtime right now. Like, this is exciting. He got injured last year, and so I'm excited for him. No, I'm so glad. He was my LSU uh, quarterback that the year they went undefeated. Oh. So there's your little 
little extra tidbit in here. Yes. Okay, so my topic, I'm so excited about my topic. You're surprised having So you you remember when I told you uh like months ago that I had joined a cult? Yes. And I was waiting. Okay, so here's this topic. Oh it's God. actually not a cult. Oh okay. uh, but I did join a group on Facebook, uh a witch group okay. to try to figure out exactly, you know, I'm trying to kind of you know, witches have like this stig- stigma things Bad attached stigma. to them. Mm-hmm. Yes, usually yeah. negative. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to, that's not the vibe that I was getting in this group as I was reading some of the posts and some of the things that people were asking about. So I finally got a little liquid courage and put a post up there explaining the situation like, hey, I would like to talk about witches as a topic on my podcast. You know, I'm just looking for some information. I'm trying to educate myself. Um, I had also joined a medium kind of group and it's hilarious because I posted on both of these pages about the same time, probably about five minutes apart. Okay. So same time, same date. And it was like the medium group, like locked the doors, turned off all the lights and didn't move like nothing. I got nothing. And I thought mediums were like all about talking and sharing and, fuck no but the the witch group it was like walking up to a bonfire everybody's drinking a cold one they're like come on in let me let's let's have a talk what do you want to know amazing feedback as a matter of fact i talked to so many people um that i kind of picked like three or four people um that i felt like i really connected with and a lot of the things that everybody was saying really kind of matched up okay just they had a different way of saying it. So I thought it was really, really cool. Um, I talked to, um, I kind of got, I talked to, let's see, one person I talked to, they had only been practicing for four months. And I think the, the longest witch that I had talked to, she was like 72 years old and had been practicing, like was born and raised in it her whole life. So, I mean, I, I have a broad spectrum yeah. Um, I talked to somebody who really kind of just practices by herself. Um, I talked to somebody who's in the process of becoming a Wiccan witch, which is fun to say. Like, yeah, you're wicked. You're awesome. <laughs> um, and I even talked to a chaos mage. Okay. We're, I mean, I, I got, so I have a very wide variety of things, uh, different aspects of the whole yeah yeah which I'll say witchcraft in general um so I don't have any links because I actually got this from people and I will say if any of our listeners have any questions um I've actually had a couple of them tell me like specifically if anybody has any questions for me directly I will be willing to talk to them to answer these questions so very awesome people so not only do we have ghosties and murderers, but now we have witchies, and I am so pumped. So, so pumped. So one of the first questions that I asked all of them was, um, was this something that you were born into or born with, or is this something you've kind of learned along the way? Uh, I will say, I think two of two or three of them were actually born around the whole witchcraft type thing. 
Um, and a lot of them just really kind of were interested yeah. in witchcraft as far as like spells and stuff, uh, energy type stuff and kind of just learned it along the way. Uh, for the youngest witch, I will say youngest witch because they were practicing for four months. I asked uh, if there was anything particular that shocked you when you began uh, or anything that they weren't expecting. And the answer I got was um, they actually felt like they belonged somewhere. They felt better about life. They felt at peace. Uh, they thought that when they joined, they just weren't going to get a very good vibe out of it. It wasn't really going to be for them, but they were always curious about it. And then once they started down the path, it really kind of everything came together and made sense to them. So that was really cool. Really, really cool. Um, uh, Did you happen to ask her, like, what other things she had tried before? for going the witchcraft route or I did not I did not I think that would be interesting to know because she did mention that she didn't think she would feel like she belonged so that to me just says that she's tried other things probably other religions or other store you know studies or something and just didn't feel like that was for her so that's that's actually pretty interesting Mm mm-hmm I thought I thought that was very interesting um One of the questions that, oh, hold on, I need to, uh, I did find out that there are different type of, there is different types of witchcraft. Obviously we know that, but it's not just the good and the bad. It's not good magic and bad magic. I mean, obviously you have to have one with, with the other because it's a balancing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's also, you know, uh, I guess they call it green magic, which is really you connect with Mother Nature. And you, if all your spells and stuff come from the earth. So your plants, your herbs, your flowers, it all comes from Mother Nature. Now, wouldn't that there are other tie into Druidism, though? Uh, it, but Druidism is something different. And I didn't dig that deep because I really wanted to just focus on the witch aspect. Yeah. Uh, but from my understanding, Druid is something different. Um, and I also found out that um, mediumship and what is the word? Hold on. I'll find the word. There is mediumship and there's something else. But they are two different things, but both witches and mediums can do it as far as contacting spirits. Uh, The way the witches really do it, from my understanding, is energy. You know, we know that the spirits or all of that, it's just energy. And so witches use that energy and that's how they can do that. Um, I did have... One witch tell me that uh, she um, writes her own spells, which I came to find out that a lot of witches write their own spells. And I was like, okay. So this is where I bombarded this poor lady with (laughs) questions, okay? I was like, is writing spells hard? How do you know if they work? How do you know if they don't work? 
I mean, just bombarded yes, her. 25 questions um, game. <laughs> yes. So uh, they did so good. Not one of them made fun of me and was like, wow, you're an idiot. Not one of them. But I I want to read this kind of how she said it to me because it made so much sense about her, the way she does it. Now, everybody's different. Everybody has a different way of doing this. Um, but according to this one, writing spells, uh, once you know what you're doing, is like writing a food recipe um in their workings but they're uh definitely gained in popularity most of what witches uh use are herbs or standard things found in the house like their brooms or wooden spoons so the wood that would be another nature thing uh she said in her personal belief system everything that exists has its own energy and like attracts like uh it's what they call sympathetic ma- uh, magic. Um, she said, we do one thing in the spiritual world that achieves results in the physical world. We use things that correspond spir- spiritually to do what we want physically. So once you figure out what you want to achieve, you think of what you need in order to do so physically. Uh, you know that for pastry, you'll want flowers, eggs, probably some fruits, Um, just as a protection spell, ritual, or talisman, you might employ, uh, garnet stones, eggshell powder, or bay leaves, because these are things that deal with some sort of protection. So once you have your basic ingredients and know how to manipulate the energy, it's not hard, uh, to create your own spell. And so I thought that was really interesting. Um, she started talking about something called guard gardeneria. I'm, I think I'm saying that completely wrong, but it's an original branch of the Wicca. Um, so Gerald Gardner was a man in the forties and fifties that founded the Wicca as we know it today. Supposedly he got most of his information from the new forest coven in the UK uh, that was dying out and thus got permission to spread the word of the rituals. Uh, since there wasn't a single line of hereditary pagans that could trace an unbroken lineage back before Christian time, a lot of the rituals were missing pieces and a lot of the spirituality was unknown. He filled in what he could and that's what gave us the Wicca, the whole Wicca, I guess you could say branch. Um, and this lady went into a lot of background on the Wicca. Uh, the thing that really, really interested me was their kind of initiation. Okay. Uh, which is just phenomenal. Let me find it. I just, uh, I did. mm -hmm. I was just going to say your pun was very funny. (laughs) Your, it was a branch. It's a branch of. The Wicca. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, oh, okay. Well, that works. It was not intended to be a pun, but that works. Look at me go. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, God. She went into all of this detail, and now I've got to find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. So this um, person that I was talking to, they're actually beginning this process. So she, that's why I call her my pre-Wicca because she's going to get there. Um, So I did ask what the purpose of a coven was. And I said, I know what they show on TVs. 
uh, in movies, they're not real. She said, next to nothing you see on TV will be an accurate repre- representation. Uh, as far as waking covens go, the most standard practice is someone joins, joins a coven uh, and proceeds through three degrees or levels of study to become a high priestess. So that's like the highest you can go in a coven. Yeah. Not everyone does, and it's not a requirement. So you can become, I guess... Affiliated as a Wiccan witch without having to do this. Um, So then that person, once they hit high priestess, that person will branch out and begin their own coven. When that person begins their own coven, they are the high priest or priestess of their coven and will proceed to look for members or allow members to or official seekers uh, to look for them and join. After a year and a day of official study, if a seeker message it meshes and vibes well in the coven and its leaders, they'll be formally invited to be initiated. After initiation, one is a first degree initiate. After another year and a day of study, you will become a second degree initiate. And then after another year and day of study, you will become a third degree, at which point you could branch off. The main purpose of the coven is to establish magical lineage and keep it going. Uh, Someone who isn't initiated into Wicca can still themselves be Wiccan, but they are unable to claim first, second, or third degree initiate unless they are initiated by someone who can trace their roots back to Mr. Gardner, the Gardner guy. Um, who was the founder of the branch. So they're really kind of keeping all the stuff together, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and that's a lot of work. I now, mean. Was there a significance to having an extra day? Like a year I and ask. a day? I I honestly don't know. 300 and... Um, what if it's because of a leap year? Maybe, but it's each year and day. Like each initiation is a year and one day. So there, ha- like, maybe there's not significance in it, but it almost seems like there is if you're gonna stick to that standard yeah. of. So I just I found I, that interesting. I did not ask. That was a good question. See, I, <laughs> I was just so blown away by all the information I was getting, and I was reading it like, yes, look at all this. I didn't think about to ask about the year and the day, but I did ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I thought was a very good question. Um, I did ask her, like, why is the Wiccan associated with devil worshiping and human sacrifices? I did ask, it was is it just a few bad apples or just something people made up because they don't understand what Wiccan really is? <clears throat> the response that I got, which I thought was pretty awesome, is that, um, and I'm going to quote her on this. Yeah. Honestly, Wiccans don't acknowledge the devil as a thing or even exist. And I've never known or heard of a Wiccan making a human sacrifice. Uh, sounds less like bad apples and more like someone specifically trying to make Wiccans look bad, which isn't surprising. Anything craft related has always drawn assumption that it's in line with the Christian devil. But we pagans as a whole... Uh, usually have nothing to do with Christianity or Christian beliefs. In fact, only a small sector of those that call themselves Satanists actually worship Satan. 
the satanic temple, for example, doesn't. So I think that there's just a lot of misinformation about the Wiccan group. Yeah, yep. Um, but that kind of, you know, it kind of helps you sleep at night a little bit. Well, I think... I, I said thank you so many times. I bet these people are like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I am going to go back to the Wiccan witch that I talked to because she gave some really good books and advice for people who want to start. But okay. I do want to talk about this other one that I talked to because she was pretty pretty cool too what were you gonna ask while I try to find her I don't remember uh, oh okay <laughs> so this other witch that I was talking to she was a little, she practices solo um and she does divination I'm sure that I messed that up no, I think you but me. it's it's not the mediumship because I did ask. I was like, isn't that where you talk to people? Um, but it's, uh, she said that and mediumship do not always go hand in hand. You can do one without the other. However, um, this particular witch is an empath and she can talk to spirits as well as do tarot readings and pendulum work, which I thought was really cool. Um, and she said that she was probably one of the most laid back witches I can meet, which means obviously we are going to be really good friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she did tell me uh, that she works as it comes to her or as people ask her to do. Um, but what she does has always been a part of her and she absolutely loves it. Uh, she does have children that are kind of following in her footsteps, which is really cool. Something that, that they cool, can yeah. bond over. Um, and she also said that she did spell work, jar work, candle work, etc. But she did move. And so a lot of her stuff is still in, in boxes, which I completely understand because I moved like a month ago and all of my stuff. Well, not all of my stuff, but a lot of my stuff is still in boxes. So yeah, completely understand. And she did warn that most witches you find are one part hoarder. So there's a full disclosure. <laughs> if you're thinking about becoming a witch, just go ahead, get the hoarder badge, call it a day. Um, so I did ask her um, what crystals were used for because, you know, well, okay. Full disclosure. I went totally, uh, I totally just lost my spot. Where did it go? I went total like, uh, Hogwarts on her and oh, asked yes, her if okay. she could asked her if she can make a pin float and she laughed at me. But that's okay because was, that was a fun conversation. So let me find it because that's where <laughs> So no Leviosa. It's Leviosa. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not. So um she did say that spell work is a lot like putting something into the universe and using intention and action to make it work. Uh you can use any physical thing or no physical, nothing physical for spell work. Uh, crystals and rocks, she said, each has different thought process or meaning behind it. So depending on what you're doing will depend on which one you want to use. And herbs and ingredients can emphasize the spell work. And she said she, she could not make a flint pen float, but that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but depending on the concentration of energy, uh, she was able to affect flames on candles. Uh, like moving the energy to affect, uh, 
affect the flames on the candles, which I thought was really cool. And then she gave an exercise, which I tried, and it's really fun. Oh, no. So I'm going to share it with the listeners. Okay, let's do it. And so if they want to. So you are going to rub your hands together and then slowly, you're not doing it. Oh, I'm supposed to do it with you. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I didn't so know that. We're, gonna, we're doing <laughs> this together. I didn't realize right, So you're going to rub your hands doing. together. And then you're going to slowly move them apart in little increments and concentrate on seeing the energy flowing from your dominant hand, which projects the energy, to your non-dominant hand, which accepts the energy. It'll feel like a magnet. Uh, and it'll start about half an inch to an inch between them. Picture the flow like a current in your body. So you're going to rub them and then you're going to focus on the energy. No, you got to slowly move them apart. Oh, that's so excited. <laughs> you just start. <laughs> I know it's really cool. I did it when she read it. I was like, okay, hold on. We got to try it. So you're going to rub them together and then just slowly, slowly focus on the energy. Coming from your dominant hand to your non-dominant hand. And then it's going to feel like a magnet. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't feel the magnet. You didn't do it right. I felt the magnet. It's an exercise. You're not supposed to have it. It is. Yeah, it is an exercise. I think part of it is I'm distracted. I need to be in a zen mode. I, just need to I have you this. judging me. I'm, I'm not feeling judge-free friendship. I'm we are judge-free friendship. in my magnetism right now. Nope, nope. Yeah, I'll give this a go later. Uh, so I did ask her about the purpose of a coven as well. Um, and I, what she said was she's known as a solitary witch. Uh, she practices mostly from without a formal coven, but she will work with others. And she has done coven work. Um, she has nothing but love for her sisters and brothers. It's just kind of the way that she prefers to practice her magic. Yeah. Uh, covens are groups of like-minded witches who practice and follow similar gods and goddesses. Uh, think of it like a church. There's a hierarchy. Uh, usually... Uh, there is an elder who runs the day to day and provides the guidance and everybody else yep. kind of follows and tries to do their own thing. Me, I would never be an elder. Y'all, y'all don't even understand. Nobody would want to follow me. <laughs> be like, look, we're going to try to make this pin float. Everybody, let's try. Even though I know nobody can do it. We're going to try. Who knows? Maybe one day somebody could do it. We yeah, don't maybe. know. You never know. Um, And so I really feel like she, the one that I talked to, really does a lot of energy uh, stuff. And it's really, really kind of cool. I did ask, um, I did ask all of them, what would be your advice for somebody wanting to become a witch or someone who is curious about it, who wants to look into it? Um, And I'm going to go back to my Wicca Witch. My pre-Wicca Witch, -witch, who's about to start her journey. Um, But this one, she said to take a deep breath and listen. Listen to the world around you. Look at what direction you want to go, what interests you, what draws you in, and then start. Read, ask questions, do research, 
Don't be intimidated by what you think perceptions will be. Everybody is different. No two people practice the same way. It's one step at a time. Also, it doesn't matter what religion you are. You can still do some type of witchcraft. Yeah, because, like, it's more a study of physical properties, energies, how to use what's around you to, you know, better your life or better somebody else's life or whatever, you know, whichever way you practice your witchcraft. Um, So I don't see an issue with it. Like, I don't, I understand the bad stigmas around it because, again, like you said, Hollywood is really, and there mm -hmm. probably are and were, you know, bad witches, if you would, which then leads to these stories and perceptions. I'm really glad that I did this because they were so forthcoming. Um, And I'm saving my chaos mage Mm -hmm. for last because he was quite entertaining. And I learned, okay, so my chaos mage is one that really has always, from the backstory that I got, was very into this at a young age but of course I'm guessing he's probably about our age because he said you know when he was little there was no computer in the house the internet wasn't really here and then he hit about 13 14 the internet computers came available and then the sky's the limit so he did so much research so much everything um I did ask I I felt like I was offending him in a way because uh, I did ask, you know, what's the difference between a witch and a mage? And really, the main thing is just a gender type thing. Yep. Witches can be male and female. Mages can be male and female. But I think in that world, a witch refers to a female and a mage refers to male, maybe. That's the way that he looks at it. Um, so in... I guess warlock is a bit controversial because it actually originally meant traitor, which is not what any of them are. Um, But uh, he did not like the term baby witch. Uh, Instead, he liked to call his newbies fledglings. Like you take them under your wing, like a mother bird does to the fledglings. So I thought that was pretty cute. Um, the chaos mage really, really loves to help people on their journey. I did ask, um, oh, I said, I did, I I said, I don't mean to be offensive, but what's the difference between a witch and a mage? Um, and he said, curiosity is, is natural. Ask anything. Literally. I'm very difficult to offend unless someone doesn't like cheesecake, then we're golden. I said, well, I love cheesecake. So that practically (laughs) makes us family. So um he was really oh he's 33 so he's he's about our age um so he did tell me that he was chosen by loki in a way and i was very curious as to what does that mean yeah uh because we all know loki is the the god of chaos chaos, uh, and chaos so um he now no offense miss mr chaos mage but i am not a big reader 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 but i feel like all the stuff he was trying to give me would have been really awesome 
if I would have just clicked on it and said yes, but I just don't like downloading stuff from strangers, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, but... The stuff uh-huh. he linked you, did you just try to Google it yourself then? Uh, he gave me uh, a website to mm-hmm. look at, which I meant to go back and look at. I have not had a chance to do that. Um, and I have not, uh, he has a bunch of PDF files. Yeah. And I, I'm betting that this guy has got stuff, let's see, for at least the last 20 years. Because yeah. for me, that's what he does. Like, he loves to just information absorb 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 information and just keeps them for notes in case someone like me who's a freaking idiot comes around it's like what is this you know it's like yeah. oh, don't touch that okay here read this you need to read <laughs> no, this this is why we that. don't touch that <laughs> uh so when i asked him what does it mean to be chosen he said it's kind of the same thing for a christian to be born again so when you're saved and baptized you're kind of born again within christ that's kind of uh, the way that he explained being chosen by Loki yeah. is for, for him. So I was like, cool. Well, that's, I mean, I understood. I got it. We're all on the same, the same thing. Um, he also, hold on. No. He was the one that no. very much, if anybody had any questions, he was like, you send them to me. I will answer any and all questions. I'll be available. I was like, awesome. 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 Um, what were you going to ask? The warlock I'm thing. going through. So you mentioned that warlocks are known as traitors, even though they weren't. But the stigma behind warlocks is also that of satanic ritual, dark magic, that kind of thing. I think that, <clears throat> I think that, that is just kind of propaganda. Bad propaganda. So what would make somebody a warlock and not a mage or a mage and not a warlock? I think that from this person, now I didn't really get into, like I said, I was really trying to focus more on the witches and then this came about and I was like, well, all right, let's just run with it. Um, But I think that... He said, which is purely female term and warlock is a bit controversial because it originally meant traitor or the like. I personally choose to be referred to as a mage because all things should be equal, which mage, high priestess, high priest, none of that gross lord master of the coven stuff. Oh, also, despite the term, oh, despise the term baby witch. So I think it's just a term. I think uh, I didn't dig that deep. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe it's one of those things like you start off as a witch, then you can grow to be a mage, and then once you hit mage, you can either call yourself a warlock or not. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, sure. That's a that's I mean, a I'm good pretty theory. sure they're not running around throwing fireballs at anybody or ice picks or like we do in the video games. You know. You don't uh, know that. Okay, well, that is very true. I do not know a warlock, but. um, So this uh, person uh, enjoys mentoring the most. Um, Pretty much he he takes his fledglings and will not let them do anything until he is confident that they're ready for it, which I think is extremely smart considering the fact that these people 
I mean, like someone like me coming in, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And you're like, oh, go cast a spell. Okay, well, then that spell kills somebody. And I'd be like, oh, shit. That was not what I wanted to do. <laughs> Fuck, I'm just a level one. <laughs> my bad. My bad, people. My bad. Um, it was I highly doubt that that's how that works. But um, <clears throat> he makes them answer a question before they can start. And I'm trying to find it because it was very, very good question. Um, he did say a complete safe way to test yourself if this is something that you want to do is um, you can get a shoelace paper and a pen. And so with your shoelace, you want to kind of make a pendulum out of it, make, tie a little knot, make mm -hmm. a pendulum. Uh, on the top and the bottom of the page, you're going to write yes. And on the left and the right side, you write no. And then um, you hold your fingers together. Uh, steady your breathing, breathe slow, control it, watch the knot, recognize the patterns and the way that it moves. It should move to your heartbeat and that's going to be your baseline. So you're going to think of easy yes or no questions. Uh, it's not meant for telling the future. Don't ask it anything physical. Don't ask if you're a witch or not because only you can decide if you want to be a witch um, but it should tell you kind of what is inside of you. You don't have to speak it out loud. You can do it by yourself. Uh, don't be disheartened if nothing happens. You're starting from zero right now. No one starts at level 9,000. <laughs> he was, he cracked me up. <laughs> um, and if anything, and if nothing happened, that's fine. The point of the exercise is to see if magic is the right path for you. Which is pretty cool. I'm trying to see, where's that question? So if you do the exercise, uh, results or not, did you feel ridiculous? Did it make you feel silly or embarrassed? Did it feel good or true to yourself regardless of the results? I always tell my fledglings, seek inside yourself, um, assess and analyze. Uh, and then here's here's the question. Uh, the first lessons that he, the first lesson that he teaches, uh, is find your own path, but know you're not alone. What does that mean to you and why? And, you know, it takes some people quite a while to answer that. Yeah. And then once they pass that, then they move on to their, I did ask, um, if he just kind of mentored to his practice or did he do does he do all of it um oh he said that none of his fledglings had ever been chaos because chaos mage which is what i was asking uh but he said that he is uniquely equipped uh and can do a wide variety of skill sets uh that enables him to mentor just about anyone for the most part uh he usually sticks to one or two people at a time because they need there's a lot going on and there's going to be a lot of questions and that's about what he can handle. Yeah. And he actually does it all from discord. Oh, look at that. Oh, Imagine cool. that in discord, a usable, really handy tool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's what I learned. That's what I got. And now I will say this full disclosure. My husband was freaking the fuck out. But why? Cause I told him. 
He's like, well, my phone was going crazy. And he was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, <laughs> I'm making new rich friends. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, you're going to sacrifice me. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to sacrifice you. You'll be fine. And see, that goes back to uh, that, that stigma that we were talking about earlier. Is yeah. like people instantly just think, oh, fuck, which? Oh, God, it's going to be bad. You know, I'm going to be sacrificed yeah. to no, these people are your normal, everyday people that have lives that just like to practice, you know, and honestly, it's to me, uh, well, I didn't, I kind of left out the older lady and she is actually a Catholic and a witch at the same time, a green witch and a Catholic. And I did ask all of them, how do you know if these spells work or not? Spells are going to work different for different people. Yep. But it's all based on what you put into it. So essentially, it's faith. You have to have faith that this is going to work, which is what Christianity teaches you. You have to have blind faith. Well, that's really what anything teaches you. Yeah, blind faith. Go out there. You want to make it happen? Make it happen. Well, it's not just faith. I wouldn't think it would also be like your own personal persona well yeah i mean your own energy like so if you have negative energy yeah 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 Yeah. you can't be like i love you and then be thinking about stabbing them like friends don't stab friends so you have to wholeheartedly (laughs) like body soul mind totally believe totally have faith and you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it's to me it's just like a prayer you pray for something sometimes god's like yeah no Mm -mm." Nice try, though. And sometimes he's like, okay, I think that's fair. Here you go. So um, it was really, really eye-opening and very awesome. And, again, I want to thank everybody who talked to me. If I didn't share your actual thoughts, it's in there, I promise you. Uh, There was just a lot of people and how helpful and awesome they were. It was just amazing. And I'm really glad that I joined the witch group. I'm probably going to leave the medium group because they kind of just – Ghosted you, but then yeah, they ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got witchies, and I do have uh, one of the witchies said that they would actually be willing to come on the podcast and answer questions and talk if uh, we wanted them to. So that was really cool. That would be really cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? Might actually be interested in that. Um, All right, I'll send another it thing. Oh. I might have missed it, but did you describe the differences in, like, are are there multiple color witches, or is there just the green because they deal with nature, or? I got um, dark white and green. Okay. So, but even the dark witches, I did ask what's the difference between a dark witch and a white witch, thinking Zach Bagel Bites on when he opened up his house and he had Snake and the other white witch, and they were like, <laughs> like yeah. two cats mm-hmm. in a bag. Yeah. Oh. But I was told, like, even dark witches, they will intend to do good, but you can't, you have to have that balance. So you have to have good and the bad, and you have to, I mean, I'm kind of glad you do have some dark witches that know how to stop the bad things from happening. But that's why they're they're dark Dark. witches, you know. I don't know what the hell Snake was doing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's probably... Over here, and I was talking to the witches over here in this group. So, but it was really cool. I mean, it's kind of your everyday down to earth people that like practice witchcraft, and they're like, "Yeah, what's up? What's up?" 
I really felt like I was just walking into a bonfire and they all had kegs and they're like, come on in. What you want to know? <laughs> Here, have a beer. <laughs> Sit down. That ask your really questions. Cool. Oh, that's really good. It was really cool. It was really cool. So I'll, I'll put, I'll post lots and lots of pictures because that's really all I have. I don't have any links because I talked to people and I did promise them I wouldn't use their names on the podcast even though I did get permission for some of them, but I just, just in case, you know, I don't want anybody to get bombarded with craziness. So now, are you like, if you are to put something on our, you know, goods, listening goods or whatever, could you use the name of the Facebook group? Was it a Facebook group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could always, yeah. You could tie that into, and then that way, if anybody does have questions or wants to check out this group, yeah, good. and I'll put the Green Witches. She actually has a Facebook page with her stuff that she does. And she it's really, really cool. I, I mean, if you want to scope it out, I'll put it on the page. And I don't want to give away all her her fun stuff. You'll have to find it for yourself. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like it. Reach out and talk to her. Uh-huh. Well, that's pretty cool. So that's my that's my topic. We now have witchy friends, and And, I'm so excited. And we have a chaos mage, and I'm really excited about that, too. And it wasn't two hours before. I know. I actually did this shit yesterday. I'm so excited. And I still have people messaging me. Hey, what do you need to know? I'm like, you fucking rock. Love this page. Well, okay, the last time I asked anything on a Facebook group was for Leo, because we were going to breed him, and I got shit all over and told, stop being lazy go get a fucking job and i was like i just want to get my dog laid yeah like i mean that's all i want to do my poor man needs he needs to get some he does he needs some lady loving in his life sometimes i may just go buy him a girlfriend and we'll just call it a day that'll work too oh then you can have two little leos i'm gonna have to rethink Leonidas and Leonidas is Queen Sheba. Queen Sheba. I like it. So you got Leonidas Fuck and Queen Sheba. Queen Sheba. There you go. Done. You just stress me the fuck out. <laughs> you clearly do not know what it's like to be an owner of a Rottweiler. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I but do. then we could have little baby, little baby Leonidas and Queen Sheba's. See? Oh, it's a little babies. And then you have to sell them all off. Bye. Oh. Oh. No, you can't become a crazy dog lady just yet. All right. That, I don't that's think fair. Eric would support that habit just and yet. And I can't afford to feed them all, so. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, my topic is. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> My topic is about the exorcism. What? <laughs> Who are we exercising? <laughs> of Ronald. I've lost his last name. Doe. Ronald Doe is what they call him. But it's Ronald Doe. the kid that the movie and the book, The Exorcist, is based off of. Whoa. Yeah. Like you're talking about the real story. Yeah, like the real reason that the story book movie was made. Hey, witchies, can I have a protection spell? <laughs> woman over here is bringing me a fucking exorcist. Exorcism. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well, sorry. Here we go. Wait, is this the one that uh, 
like used the excuse in court and it won? No. Like he was possessed by the devil and won his case? No? Okay. Never mind. That Never mind. didn't come up in my research, so no. To my knowledge, no. Okay. You'll have to look that one up because I want to hear that this story. This is actually, like, nobody knows the real identity of this kid. Like, oh, they assume that his name is Ronald. They don't really know. They call him Ronald Doe because they don't know his last name, even though the family's last name was Hunkler. Hunkiller. Hunkler. Was he adopted? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. There's rumors that one guy went and interviewed this person and knows their real identity, but refuses or refused to release it. So I don't, you know, I don't know how much that weight that holds. Um, but yeah, like, how do you not know the name of a 13 year old well, kid? Uh, protect their identity. Are they still alive? No, no I think they not. passed away a little bit, like, a little while ago, but they were in their 80s, so. So, it was probably to protect the identity of that per- of that kid. Because it got so much media news and attention mm-hmm. about that, and yep. then the book and movie came but, out. And- yeah, but I don't understand why they wouldn't release the name now, unless he had family. I bet he has family he's trying to protect. Yeah, or there's some something in the contract. I'm sure they had to sign a contract and or all his that. will or something. Something. Yeah. But yes, I am the person that was possessed. No, I do not want my name revealed. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Anyways, okay, so Sorry. For those of you that don't know. Story time. Um, <laughs> exorcisms are actually used in various cultures and religious practices, not just your Catholic faiths or your Christian faiths. Um, they were used in, uh, back in the Arabic times, they call them uh, jinns or genies. So if you've ever watched oh. The Witcher, when, yeah. yeah, when Yennefer possesses herself with a fucking genie, they conduct an exorcism to, well, not really, he just used some fucking wish that he had. Moving on. So... <laughs> That so that was a practice back then of exercising that spirit or you know genie out of the body, and it's also exorcisms are also used for uh, getting rid of demonic possessions in rooms or spaces. It's not just a physical person. You can so you can exercise a house. Yeah. Cool. Well, what about the one house? I don't know what one house. That really haunted one that there was a movie about. (laughs) Never mind. Shut up, because there's a bunch. There's a specific <laughs> house that I'm thinking about, but uh, it will come to me later. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Later. Well, that's cool. So you can <laughs> exercise a house. Yeah, or a space, or a, a thing. Like, according to this, you can exercise whatever is possessed by whatever, whatever you don't want possessing it. Could you imagine exercising a tree? Leave this tree, you demon. When you just knock. Hello. Take it a sandwich. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> okay, right. sorry. Well, sorry. In, the, in the 1940s, um, in Washington, D.C., this is where the Hunkiller family lived. Um, in... The early nine or nineteen, yeah, in 1948, Ronald became very distraught upon the death of his aunt Harriet, who was also 
believed to be a devout spiritualist. Spiritualism has, has been around in Europe for a really long time. And then in the 1840s, it really hit hard in America. So people started believing that, you know, spirits existed. You could talk to the dead. You could use mediums or form ways of communicating to, you know, those who have passed. Um, and then it became like this acceptable, wholesome activity that families would do at night. Um, usually they would do it the night, like a Saturday morning or a Saturday evening. They would perform like these seances uh, in hopes to contact their dead family members and then go to church Sunday. And it was okay. Like it was accepted because you're like doing spiritual. Oh, so we do witchcraft on Saturday. Go ask for (laughs) forgiveness on Sunday. Yes. We're good to go. We're good. Yes, you're good. Okay. So you're just trying to talk to dead family members. No big deal. (laughs) Let them rest. So. Late 1890s, early 1900s, this is when the Ouija board became a very popular thing. So, I started down the path of looking into this Ouija board thing, just, you know, Ouija boards to satisfy the curiosity, yes. And um, nobody knows where the origin of this board came from. It just, one day, it was a parlor trick board game that people use, and it's been around since. But they don't know where it came from. Like it just, here's an idea, throw it out there. It's a way to communicate to spirits or whatever. You know, didn't kids used to get that shit for Christmas and stuff? Yes, yes. And it's it's like, they still sell hundreds of these every day. Oh, God. Oh, no. So. I'm going to become a witch so we can help protect from all the Ouija boards. Ouija boards. All right. So. That might be another topic for another time. I I tried really hard. <laughs> Please, let's not. I don't want to bring Ouija yeah. boards up. <laughs> because but I know that our listeners would love to hear that. So well, like, I, I find mean. it really interesting because there's always two sides to the story. Like you said, there's always got to be balance and good and bad. Yes. And so I got really caught up in the psychological process of the Ouija board. But then at the same time, like, psychologists couldn't even understand the Ouija board. So that was like, oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Okay. Another topic for another time. Okay. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Moving forward. Before Aunt Harriet passed away, she had purchased a Ouija board for Ronald and was teaching him how to use it to communicate to spirits, being that devout spiritualist that she was. Can I just, the last podcast when you did that, I wasn't expecting it because I forgot you did it. So when I was editing it, it came through so (laughs) fucking loud I jumped. That's epic. That's so epic. I didn't know it came through loud, but that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was deafeningly loud. (laughs) All right. So, shortly after his aunt's passing. Hold on. My computer went to sleep. (laughs) No! Aunt passed. Computer passed. We're all passed. Oh no, Sab. Uh oh. We talked about Ouija boards and my computer died. <laughs> <laughs> it's not turning back on. Way to go. Way to summon a demon. <laughs> Is it one of those touch lamps? You just gotta touch it. <laughs> okay. Are we... We're back. Okay. We're back. All right. And we're back. All right. 
Anyway, so shortly after his aunt's death, Ronald began to experience strange things. So every night, he would go to bed, bedtime, great, joyful. He would hear scratching coming from the floors and the walls of his room, and he would hear water dripping from pipes or water coming through walls. And at times, his mattress would shake. That's not okay. That's not not natural. That is not okay. I mean, back then, the scratching in the walls, you could say it's rats or some kind of animal water dripping. Okay, they probably didn't have the best of plumbing. But could you imagine? Maybe. Like, scratching wasn't a normal thing. Now, all of a sudden, it's like I can understand, like, shit being in the walls or, like, a raccoon stuck in the attic, but... The mattress shaking. Being Good luck explaining that one. Thing. Yeah, the mattress shaking. It. Bye. That's all I can see you later. Like if they're on the West Coast, cool. You could chalk it up to fucking earthquakes or something, like shifts in the earth. But they were in Washington D.C., not known to be a major earthquake location on the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, the scratching. I'd be like, okay. Like if I'm laying there sleeping and I hear the scratching, I'm like, uh, okay. Don't lie to Water yourself. Water Mattress moving. Bye. I, I'm getting up. I'm going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> like, see ya. <laughs> so, uh, that that happened. Um, so, Ronald's family, of course, now freaked out. His mother is distraught because this is strange shit that her son keeps telling her about. And they also witnessed the mattress shaking. Fuck that. When coming to Ma, check on their kid. Got to go. Okay. Pack so, a bag. They were unable to explain any of these happenings, so of course they reached out to experts, doctors, psychiatrists, and none of them had any explanation or clue as to what was happening with their son. So they went to the local Lutheran minister who was like, yeah, that's out of my fucking realm. You should probably go find yourself a Catholic priest. Um, he did actually suggest the family seek assistance from Jesuits. Jesuits. Catholic priests. Moving on. Um, so yep. the first attempt at an exorcism was Father Hughes. He was a Catholic priest and he decided to perform an exorcism on Ronald before he got approval from the high authorities. Ooh, that's a big no-no in the Catholic world. Yeah. So his exorcism was not authorized and he tried it anyway. Not, a, not good. It really pissed that's off. Enough. Yeah. really pissed off the higher ups as well. Um, this was in 1949. He started the ritual by himself. Mm-mm. You should always have a friend. Right. And stopped. He stopped the right like super short after Ronald grabbed a hold of a spring that was sticking out of his mattress and cut the priest across his back, like in between his two shoulder blades. The priest was like, yeah, now nah, fuck this. Your son is possessed. I can't help you. Bye. You know? <laughs> what? I'd be so pissed if I were the parents. Motherfucker, we came and got you, and you said you could do this. Yep. And you get one scratch and run like a little pansy? Mm-mm. You know what you're mm. up against. You're up against fucking demons, okay? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? I've got on your side. When God is with you, no one can like save against I, you. I don't understand you the Catholic serious? thing. Like, I don't, I don't study Catholic, Catholicism. Um, no, I don't either. So I don't understand, like, why you would need an authorized, like, approval to conduct an exorcism. I understand needing more than one fucking priest, though. Yeah. Probably the 
the only thing that I, I mean, unless it's just a power thing, which it very well could be like a power, you have to go through the hierarchy, but I think it's just to make sure that that priest actually knows what they're doing. Also like a, I hope. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Like a well-studied, understands the... Yeah. Like, no, you can't do this exorcism, but so-and-so can because they're better equipped to handle the situation at hand, maybe. I would hope that that's what it is, but it very well could just be a power grab. Look, the Pope has to say say yes because the Pope is the one closest to God. and, And God will tell the Pope if you can do it or not. And if God says no... I wouldn't step in that room. I'm just saying. (laughs) You do not have the blessing of God. Please do not. (laughs) If God is not with me, I am fucked. So. That's fine. Yeah, that's just. All right. Well, shortly after this attempted exorcism, scratches appeared on the boy's chest. Lewis was one of the words that was scratched on his chest that prompted his mother to take him to St. Louis in hopes that they could find oh. a way to save their son from possession. So the family just fucking up and moved from Washington, D.C. to St. Louis. Wow. What if it was a trap? She didn't think about that, did she? Either that or just... it's like, who the fuck knows? Like, maybe that was some Roman numeral bullshit for something else. Anyways, who knows? Maybe who knows? it didn't say Louis at, at all. Maybe it was the name of one of the demons possessing him. Anyway, they moved there, though. Okay. How'd that work out for them? That is when they found Father Holleran and Reverend Bowdern. Um, And these two did get approval from the Catholic Church to perform the exorcism on Ronald. It probably helped that there were several months between the first attempt and the now attempt. Um, Well, I'm pretty sure that first attempt told the Pope, like, yeah, this, this kid's got something going on. I'm just saying. You should probably check it out. Yeah. Well, um, can we have some extra backup just besides the two of us? <laughs> just ask him. For a friend, you know. Yeah, for a friend. <laughs> just, <laughs> they want to know. <laughs> All right, so the two arrived at the residence in early March of 1949. They did bring with them several assistants. Um which then they all gathered at the residence and witnessed while there scratching on the boy's body, the mattress moving violently and some of the same things that happened during the first exorcism that didn't go into detail. So, so I don't know what the hell happened in the first exorcism. So, well, clearly someone got scratched with a I mean, we, fucking we can, mattress spring. Yes. And the mattress, so they moved from Washington to St. Louis, and all of the symptoms came with him. The scratching on the walls, the water, the bed shaking. Yep. Fuck. But it was I, more Leave intense. child behind. You can make more. Just kidding. Just <laughs> do not ever leave your child behind. Love your children, but yes. fuck. So, yes, the same same things are happening. Um, okay. Supposedly, mm-hmm. both Father Holleran and Reverend Bowdern kept like journals or diaries of the events. So each day they detailed, you know, what they tried, what was said, what the boy did. Um, They did notice a pattern of behavior in Roland, though, which was during the day he was a normal child, wanted to play, enjoyed life. And then by the time it was nighttime, it's when 
he would start exhibiting strange behavior. He would just scream randomly. He would have like outbursts, like these weird tantrum things. The mattress would shake violently. And then he would start doing like these guttural demonic type sounds. He just did want to go to bed and didn't have the original normal kid. I need a drink. I need to go potty. No, he said he screamed and and sounded like a demon. It's crazy. That's amazing. Okay. And then they would also notice before these, you know, screamings and stuff would happen that Roland would slip into like this trance-like state. So he was not even coherent at his own name kind of thing. Oh, wow. Yes. How old was he? 13. Well, they say if, uh, there's different reportings, like news articles and reportings that say he was anywhere from 12 to 14. So, so I think they 13. averaged it. Yeah, 13. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the documents the priest kept, they did note that objects would fly around in the boy's presence once they entered the room. And That's creepy. He could kids float. Oh, lucky bastard. Yeah, but he's not studying witchcraft. He witchcraft. was possessed by true. demons, so. Yeah. Touche, yeah. touche. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta give, to give, you, you, give and take, give and take. <laughs> <laughs> How bad do you want to make a pin float? Not bad enough to have a demon in me, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, anytime the priest would hold up sacred objects or blessed items, the boy would then go into, like, a violent reaction and uh, again with the mattress shaking, like the mattress shaking thing. Maybe they should have got him a new bed. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So on top of flying objects and violent Shaky reactions, um, at one point, Reverend Bowden, Bowden, Jesus, I'm gonna butcher that name the whole time. Anyways, uh, he documented seeing an X appear on Roland's chest at one point during their just their observations. And it was believed by him and the father that this denoted how many demons were currently occupying the boy's body. So an X is 10. In Roman right? numerals, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Man, I barely have enough room for my soul. How the fuck are 10 demons going to fit into somebody's body? I don't know. Mm. Especially a tiny 13-year-old body. Yeah. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe... Kids of that age. Maybe I'll squish. I don't know. Maybe they're more vulnerable. I don't know. Well, I mean, that seems to be the senses that children are more open and more vulnerable to that, that kind of thing. Because adults really kind of just shut it down. Yeah. I, f- I mean, honestly, I that's how I feel. I feel once you hit a certain age, you can either run with it or you can shut it down. And 90% of us don't even know we have it. So we just shut it down. Or just choose not to acknowledge. Acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Just bury it. Bury it. Nobody will know. <laughs> Are you one of those people? Do you just bury it? Bury, bury. Mm-hmm. And then I have like a violent outburst. I know who your mama is. Mm-hmm. I know who your mama is. That woman. She runs in the family. She can fucking bury shit. Love you, Mom. Well, I was talking about her wonderful gifts. She probably passed them on to y'all. Y'all buried them. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, Halloran and Bowdern observed Roland every night for a month. And every night... They, they watched him? Yep. They didn't try to perform the exorcism yet. They were probably trying to figure out how many fucking demons were in this kid's body. 
how much back how they were gonna yeah how they were gonna approach this exorcism (laughs) okay so they did that for a month okay they're preparing i like this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um during this month you know observation period every night they would witness a pitchfork shaped item in red lines moving down the boy's thigh to his ankle no absolutely not no that's all they wrote pitchfork down the leg to the ankle gone the fuck? That's like watching any TV show. Oh, we're going to get this really suspenseful black screen to be continued in six months. No, fuck you. Let's see what happens. How are they going to end a uh, pitchfork going from the thigh to the ankle and not write anything else? That's all they wrote. That's all she wrote. Well, I'd probably be speechless, too, if I saw that. I'd probably wet myself and pass out. Like, well, that's all I remember because I wet myself and passed out. Sorry, guys. Wow, the fuck? Anyway. All right. That really upsets me. (laughs) So following this, um, on March 20th, it says the exorcism. So maybe they were doing exorcist stuff. I don't fucking know. I don't know how exorcisms work. I've never watched one other than the exorcist. Um, It says it reached unhealthy levels and the parents were fed up with the father and the reverend's attempts to get these demons out of their boy's body. And they took them to the Alexane brothers hospital for a more serious treatment. I forgot to look up what the Alexane brothers hospital did. I want to go with psychiatric treatment, but in the readings, it also says that they were doing religious practices and exorcisms. So I don't know. I wonder if the priest, if they were praying over him for a month before they actually started the exorcism. Which would be really hard. Like, just trying to get a really good feel. Just kind of get a a foundation going in that room, like some, get some Jesus in here. Like, there's no Jesus when you get some Jesus in. All right. I love it. Uh, The morning of Easter, Roland woke with seizures and yelled at the priest saying that Satan would always be with him and as the priests were laying sacred relics and the crucifixes on the boy. Oh. So they decided Easter was the prime time to conduct a full-blown exorcism exorcisticism on Roland. Well, that's the resurrection. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Um... This event lasted until the evening hours, to which the priests that were conducting this exorcism called on St. Michael to expel Satan, yelling and shouting that St. Michael would battle for Roland's soul. There you go. Within seven minutes of them exclaiming this, Roland awoke and said, he's gone. Whoa! And then proceeded to tell the priest that he witnessed uh, Michael battling Satan on a very epic, glorious battleground and vanquished Satan, and he awoke. Wow! That's phenomenal! That's some witchcraft. That's pretty interesting, actually. Like, just imagine being, like, fucking tortured for a year almost, and then just being like, all right, he's gone. What? (laughs) What? We said the right words. That's what it is with the insurance companies. If you say the right words, you get the authorization. It's with Jesus. You just have to say the right words. Wow. So, the reason that... Seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. Like, the fucking... 
father and the reverend were trying for a month, two months, and got nowhere. It kind of makes you think of that time thing. Like, it was seven minutes to us, but the kid said he witnessed the battle. Could have been hours. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, The Exorcist, the book, the, the novel, was written in 1971 based on the diaries kept by Halloran and Bowdern. Most of what is in the, the book and in the movie happened, like, in the diary. So everything that was reenacted outside of the 360 head spin and the green vomit. Um, and, of course, the bloody crucifix masturbation did not happen. That would be a little bit painful. (sighs) Yeah, okay. Okay. So, um, those did not happen, but everything else, like, to the shaking mattress, the tantrums, the screams, the demonic shouting and stuff, that all happened in real life, according to the journals kept by these two religious peeps. Um, Bowdern died in 1983 after serving the Catholic Church for decades. Halloran lived until 05 when he died of cancer. So, oh. uh, upon his death, he was the last surviving member of the main team that performed the exorcism. So, of course, now people are really skeptical if this even happened. Nobody can find these guys' journals. Like, how much of it was made up? How much of it was a psychiatric ordeal? So, Catholic Church put it in their vault. It's with it's with the the vanishing books of the Bible and all that. What's that one? The Holy Grail and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right up there with yeah, the okay. great great Mason secrets of the world. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the room in the Alexanian Brothers Hospital was boarded up and sealed following the exorcism, never to be used again. Satan took over the building, didn't he? No, no, it doesn't say that. But it does say that the entire facility was torn down in 1978. So if the demon spirits were trapped in that room. Now it's they're free. Yep. Lovely. Yep. Way to go, people. <laughs> Way to go. Um, And then the house where the family lived in Maryland, so St. Louis, Maryland, uh, is now empty. Wait. Yeah, is now an empty lot. Oh, no. Where they lived originally. That is not Washington, D.C., just for the record, guys. It says, their ha- their, it says their house in Maryland is now an empty lot. It was abandoned in the 60s and then demolished. Whatever. Um, okay. And then the house where they moved to in St. Louis sold in 05 for 165000 to some new owners. Um, oh. They have not reported anything demonic or crazy oh. or haunting. So That's I, so disappointing. I guess they're doing okay. I thought for sure there was a portal or something. No. So that that's the exorcism. Not nearly as, you know, terrifying as the movie itself. Probably did a really bad job of the inflections. That's the actually, <laughs> I really feel like real life is more terrifying. Hollywood puts a lot of extra shit in there to try to amp, a, amp it up. But really, if they would just leave it original, it's fucking terrifying. It's still terrifying. A child... Had a demon in their body. Or ten. And, or ten. And it was just. Wreaking havoc oh. on their lives. Yes. That was terrifying. Yeah. Like just imagine though. No. 
This is probably why I don't have children because God would be like, you would you would leave your child. Were you, you thinking of house the Amityville house. Horror House earlier? No. No, the Amityville Horror House, that's the, uh, no, there's the house, like, Zach Bagelbites did, did a thing on it. And they brought in help. No, because that's the one with the lake by it. Right? The Amityville Horror? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, it's the other one. Uh, Annabelle? Was it Annabelle? No. It's another house. Annabelle, and also very terrifying movies. I just want to fucking throw that out there. We're still stuck on like the fourth one because I just, I can't. I I won't. I hate dolls. Have you read, have you watched any of the movies? I think I watched the first two and that was it. It's the wood house in the, the woods. It's a wooden house in the woods. Zach Bagelbuds did it. He had help coming in. Somebody got possessed. It's a, a the house that's possessed. Come on. It's not a point. You know what? It's not a point. I have this <laughs> fucking oh. I, Well, I'm kind of curious why they didn't exercise the house. That's okay. Maybe they uh, Maybe it was just it was maybe they couldn't get fucking permission or approval. Or maybe the Catholics don't believe in exercising houses. Maybe that's a different religion. I should ask my husband since he grew up doing the Catholic thing. I'm going to figure out what the house is. Okay. And then I'm going to, I know that there was one house. They called it the demon house that he just demolished. He paid for the house. They went and investigated the house, and it was so horrible that he demolished it and, like, cleansed the land. That's how bad it was. But that's not the house I'm thinking about. This house is in the woods, and the house itself, it was the feature of movies, but it's not the Amityville Horror, because that was the one by the lake. This one is in the woods. And... don't remember the name to be continued folks to be continued i will find the name of this house i will put it at the top of my notes and i will start off next episode with the house that sounds good sounds like a plan and then you'll have to do a story on it whatever because that's not my <laughs> this is a, this is not my field <laughs> but yeah so. i mean i guess i could do ghosties i've never done a ghosty story who knows we don't know you know, Sab, outside of us doing Candyman and Light as a Feather, Stuff as a Board, and scaring ourselves during... With a touch lamp that was not plugged in? Yeah, that was real. <laughs> that was real. How'd your ghosty like the ice cream, by the way? I guess he liked it. I don't know. I didn't see the ghosty. My husband did it. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now my husband is adamant on closing the door. <laughs> <laughs> the best part all right so i'll fill you guys in so i'm sitting here doing homework it's been a really long day i get ice cream we like we get ice cream they're little mickey mouse popsicles you know they're great i love it yeah and you're such a child my husband's being like super hyper caveat super hyper like he is in the best mood of his life 
We just ate dinner. I come in here to work on the homework. That's like happy. He I'm just had dinner. <laughs> so far behind on. And all of a sudden I hear him go, I see you sneaking by. And I turn, like, I turn really slow trying to process what the fuck I just heard. And I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? And he goes, you, you just walked by. And I was like, I did not walk by. I haven't moved from my seat. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, I'm sure. He's like, well, let me just get up and investigate the kitchen. <laughs> so he walks out of his room and he's just standing there, like, close to where I can see him. And he's just staring into the kitchen. Like, just <laughs> popsicle in his <laughs> Such a manly man. And he, he walks over and he stands in my doorway and he goes that was you wasn't it? I was like it, was, it wasn't me. Like, Damien I haven't moved and he goes oh well um I'm just gonna shut my door then and he walked <laughs> he walked in and he shut his door. The man hasn't stopped shutting his door since. <laughs> I guess that's the last time I'll hear him exclaim, I see you sneaking by. <laughs> oh, man. Sam's knocking her beer over. They're empty. It's all good. So, to it's... end on a hilarious note. Sarah's got ghosties. Scared the shit out of her husband. It's great. <laughs> all he wanted was some ice cream, I man. All just... he some ice cream. I just... <laughs> he's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for those of you who don't know, like, Sarah's husband's pretty tall, and he's, like, a manly man, you know. So he's standing there with his child popsicle stick staring into the kitchen, not moving, (laughs) trying to figure out what the fuck just happened to his life. But he just saw. Are you sure it wasn't you? Nope. That's not me. (laughs) This popsicle's all hallucinogenic. So that is that story. Anyway. Oh, that was fun. Good episode. All right. So uh, if you want to see the Sarah's links, I don't have any links, but I'll share some Facebook pages, I guess. Yeah. yeah. For this episode, um, I'll get the website updated. And our website is www.coffeechaoschatter.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Show us some love on some Patreon. All of that is at Coffee Chaos Chatter. Um, Email us your stories. Like, we need some listener stories. We want to hear your ghosty stories, hear your witchy stories. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Or mage or warlock. Or, or mage or warlock. Or we don't discriminate. We want to hear it all. Um, send Hell. us some love at our... You can share your alien stories. <gasps> alien stories. That would be awesome. Stay separated with love it. <laughs> we need some stories, Fucking people. Shit. We need stories. Any stories. We don't care. Tell us your stories. Uh, you can email us at coffeechaoschatter at gmail.com. Uh, the link is on our website as well. And we even have a contact us page on our website. So you don't even really have to email us. us. Just fill out the little contact sheet and it'll send it right to us. Um, we also have Discord. Discord is as you Discord. Hear. Yeah, that's a it's very new. versatile tool. Uh, you can do anything yeah. on it. Share links, share information. Uh, random chats we can also host our 
like once we get our Patreon uh, up and going and we have a few supporters, we can do our, um, you know, meet and greets or our, we can do our, okay. our, our special Patreon only like videos and chats with uh, you guys, Patreon people. So yeah, yeah use and it. If you're on Discord, uh, we uh, the link is on the website as well. But if you're on Discord and you want to ask us a question, I mean, we've got a place for that, and you can just sit there and chat with us. We're very talkative, as you can tell, and we would love to hear from you. Love to chat with you, get to know you. We're all about meeting new people and um, building a community. Building a community of weirdos like us, because why not? Why not? Why not? Let's be friends. We got ghosties and murderers and witchies and aliens and cat shit coffee and let's just do it. (laughs) We all sit here and drink our coffee, cat shit or not. Yeah, I can't afford cat shit coffee. Hell, but the cocaine clam—I'm thinking the cocaine clams. I might be able to get my hands on a few of a few of those. You just gotta visit Florida. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm just going to drink my beer out of a coffee mug. Make you think that I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> Nobody's going to think that you're drinking coffee ever because you always <laughs> say it's beer. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it my clear coffee. Clear or, coffee. Yeah, my clear coffee. Coffee doesn't get you drunk, Sabrina. My bubbly coffee. Now it sounds fancy. My- my bubbly clear coffee. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My bubbly coffee. Now it sounds fancy. My, my bubbly clear coffee.